Your day has just begun. Yeah! But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah! Hashtag NBA. I mean, at this point, both teams know each other. You know, you know the sets. They can call out our plays. We can call out our plays. It's about execution. You know what I mean? So down the stretch, you know, we got to box out. I got to box out. Um, we got to execute. You know, we're a team that's closed out games like that all season long. So this is a tough one, but we got to bounce back. That's why we fought all season to get home court. There's Chris Paul. That's why they fought all season. They've got two of the last three at home. NBA Finals picking back up tomorrow night in Phoenix with the series tied 2-2. You got more confidence in Milwaukee now than you had? Enough to say they're the favorite now? Or you still think Phoenix with home court's a favorite? I think go Phoenix maybe like 52-47. And then 1% the series never ends? I, I think, you know, the 1%, you just have to throw it out there. No, I was hoping 52 and 47 added up to 100. I think you know it didn't. Uh, I wasn't sure, you know. What do I have to go? 48, I guess. Uh, but I'm going to the game. It's going to be big. You're going to the game? For real? Or are you just making stuff up? In spirit. Okay, there no, it is. No, I don't have your kind of cash. Get out of town. <laughs> Turn it into an attack. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I'll if miss, facts are attacks, I'll miss that one day. then what can I say, Jax? <laughs> oh, <laughs> rhyme it. Keep going. My Angelo of Sports has joined us now. Patrick Kinahan, Poet Laureate. <laughs> yeah, they know each other's plays. Four down, four down. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. That was old school. Any jazz fan who watched jazz basketball knows four down. The only play I could think of, four down. Power! Power! That was a good one, too. <laughs> so, I'm interested in the series for sure. Yeah, see what's going to happen here. Excited to see. Sun's got a grand opportunity, but they've had grand opportunities in the past. Chris Paul's got all sorts of legacy on the line. Man, there's no more pressure on anybody in this entire series than Chris Paul, especially after he fell when they were only down two. Two points, final minute. Had a chance got, to tie it with 35 well, seconds. Booker's three-point shooter. Bridges can make a yeah, three. Yeah, could have taken the lead. Jay Crowder, you never know with him, man. He'll either <laughs> drill one or set up a fast break for the other team. Uh, so, uh, and he fell. He fell. I mean, that's just awful. He fell down. I mean, come on. He didn't get a shot. And not only that, by falling down, that get that basically was the game because then that gave a three-on-one for the Bucks. Yep. So if you would have like dribbled out of bounds or something, your defense would have been able to set up. But at that point, there was no defense to be had. So you fell, you lost a chance to tie or take the lead, and you gave the game away because then that made it a two-possession game. So, yeah, there's a lot of pressure on this guy who is a Hall of Famer, obviously. So we'll see what's going to happen there. Washington Wizards guard Bradley Beal will miss the Tokyo Olympics after he entered health and safety protocols in Las Vegas. Pistons forward Jeremy Grant is also in the protocol, but head coach Greg Popovich expressed optimism that Grant would be able to remain with the team. They're toast now. USA Basketball is attempting to find a replacement player for Beal to join the squad. You don't need to attempt. You can find one, but uh, this is going to be very, very difficult. I mean, there's too much going on now. I mean, they got... 
three guys you say they're going to join them a day before. That was difficult enough. Now you got two guys doing this thing here. You got a bunch of the top level players who didn't want or decide or couldn't play because of injury or personal reasons or whatever it might be. I'm not sure all that stuff. It's well, I think it's all those things depending yeah. on which of the players you're talking about. This this is going to be the most difficult and then if they get it It'll be the best. Likely the most rewarding. It'll be the sweetest if they win it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's really hard now. You look at the all NBA team, the top, or all NBA teams, the top 15 players going in. Four of them play for other countries. Then how many of the 11 do you get? We'll have to see when they hit the court, but it looks like the number's going to be one or two. Yeah. So, they don't have the best of the best. This team isn't loaded. Well, not just that. I still think they could have done it because the other teams aren't loaded either. But, but uh, their 12-man roster, on. right now, we aren't sure if, what, as many as five guys are going to be there or when they're going to be there. Yeah, and of then the who of the Bucks or Suns, whoever loses. Well, I was counting is those be, three. Well, yeah. right, but they're going to be massively disappointed. Yeah. And you're going to ask them after Now give me it. your best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just gassed yeah. after a six or seven game NBA Finals. Right. Right, and one's going to be elation, and they're going to celebrate, and the other's going to be disappointment, and they're not going to celebrate. And you're still asking them to bounce back after giving their all. After getting on a plane and flying across the world. (laughs) Being jet-lagged. Right, so I'm not not sure about this. I mean, I'll watch it and pay attention for sure. But like you say, if they win, it'll be great. But the odds of them winning seem to be dropping every time you hear one of these deals. They do, yeah. I have to admit and, that now. And the game uh, that we thought we could watch and see, okay, was Argentina fluke? Are they playing better? With uh, They're playing Australia tonight, and now they're not playing Australia tonight. That's been canceled. Australia's like, yeah, you guys may have it, and we don't need this. Thanks. Well, that's no fine. I don't, I, I don't put practice games in determining anything. I, I wait to the real games. They're supposed to play Spain on Sunday, so we'll see if that happens. And then, and then it's time to fly out. Monday, everybody's taking off. All right, DJ and PK. Hashtag NFL. I look at everything as competition. I look at last season's production as competition. You know, so, yeah, I, I take it personal. Yeah, I take it, you know, in a, in a way that I know who I am. You know, at times, you know, at times I do for, you know, remind myself people forget who you are and what you've done. So now, you know, I'm in, I'm in a position now where, you know, I need to be my best self and, and, and it's really put up a shut up time. There's Cam Newton, put up or shut up time. Remember what he's done, but can he do it? Some of these guys, and I really think when I say some of these guys, I'm really talking about him and Ben Roethlisberger. Two big guys who seem impervious to hits, but now later in their career, having injuries breaking down, and how much of that is just no one hit, but all of them adding up. And can they be what they used to be? Roethlisberger may be closer to what he used to be, but still seems like they're trending in the same direction. Can they summon a big year? Well, anytime you're impervious, man, you know, impervious, assuming power or authority without justification, arrogant and domineering. It reminds me of you. But in this case, we're talking about are they impervious to injuries? I mean, all those hits from all those big guys should make a difference, but do they just shake it off when really they shouldn't? But do they anyway? Freaking Tom Brady played with an MCL fracture. He had a torn MCL in his left fracture. knee. Fracture, I yeah. like it. It happened in New England. It got worse during the year in Tampa Bay. 
And he's undergone surgery for it. And you're talking about impervious? I don't even know what impervious means. I had to look it up. And you're worried about a couple of injuries to these guys? And Tommy B played with a broken knee? Can't you see? The poet's back. (laughs) It's the summer. It's Friday, baby. Exactly. Let her rip, PK. You always want me to be cheerful and upbeat. And, and I'm enjoying and it. And then you mock me. I'm not I mocking you. I can't win. I'm, you've won for almost 20 years. I can't win. No, no, no. I am encouraging you. I want more of this. I'll let you know when I don't want more. Great. And I'm supposed to just fall in line. Because you don't want more. I can't give it to you. Like you said, I'm Yeah, well, bleep you. A judge ordered free agent cornerback Richard Sherman be released from jail without bail Thursday following his arrest on suspicion of trying to break into his in Released from jail without bail. That makes any sense. No bail was set? You just get released? You don't have bail? I thought you get bail in these situations, no? In his case, no. In other cases, well, yes. Is that, is that good news? They wanted a $10,000 bail, but the judge refused to enforce it. But does that mean that he looked at the facts and just said, ah, I don't think this happened I suppose that's, what? yes. Does that mean anything legally is what I'm asking? Well, is that he, better than being released with bail? Well, it's it's one person's opinion, so I don't know how somebody else, the prosecutors haven't charged him yet, and I don't know when they look at it how they're going to look at it. Okay. So I suppose from his perspective that that is good news, but I don't know that from his perspective, that's going to mean anything going forward. All right. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. So NCAA President Mark Emmert said Thursday, the time is right to consider a decentralized and deregulated version of college sports, shifting power to conferences and campuses and reconsidering how schools are aligned. In a meeting with reporters, Emmer laid out a vision for the future of college sports that puts fewer limitations on athletes and de-emphasizes the role of a national governing body like the NCA. When you have an environment like that, he said, it just forces us to think more about what constraints should be put in place on college athletes and should be the bare minimum. So is Emmer now going to establish a position that lots of people said for a long time is the NCA should be there to share best practices and run championships and that's it? Uh, it sounds it, sure. Yeah. I mean, do we really need all this jurisdiction that... And so you slap school A with a penalty. Meanwhile, the rest of the 25 letters in the alphabet are doing whatever. I yeah. Mean, you're just like chasing your tail all, the, all yes. the time. Yes. So I think the only thing that really matters is two things. Don't have these massive under-the-table payments, or give grades out for kids who don't go to class. All the other stuff, does anybody really bat an eyelash at it? No, not really. And I think the thing that's looming out there is how much can they give the players without making the players employees? Because right now it it, it feels like in football and basketball they're employees. Well, they're already hired hands. Right, They've been yeah. hired hands for years. I agree. 
But they're getting something out of it too. That's the thing that I don't get is that people say you don't get it. No, if you play, lots of people play are getting right, lots you can of stuff. cash in. Right. Just with the scholarship, you can cash in big time. If you get a full academic scholarship to Stanford and you don't make something of yourself, that's, that's on a you. you. Problem, right? So quit saying that they're not getting anything because the, they're getting forty years of grand opportunity that the rest of us didn't get. And they're getting other things that we've listed before and could list again. And I don't care about that. So the question is, are the top players getting their market value? That's the argument that's left. And that's when people get all wild. This quarterback at whatever school that's winning that's a lot. that's been decided already. Nobody cares about that anymore. That's over. Well, that's where the under-the-table stuff is really happening. I mean, when you but hear... But not going forward. Yeah. And and then if there's any... It'd be interesting to ask coaches that and see, is all of that stopped now? No, it's not stopped. That's what I thought. But And then if there's sexual assault or any of this other stuff that Crimes. plagues whatever, then yeah. the law gets involved. Yep. And you, and being uh, under regulations of federal government, have to report it. And so, so we don't have a Penn State thing, and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. So that stuff, that no one wants to see any of that. But we've got the legal system to take care of that, hopefully. And so when and if that happens, that gets to be resolved the way it should be. And consequences fall where they should be also. So you got those things, and that stuff should be there. But then this other stuff, is somebody came on campus for a visit. Who gives a crap? Whatever it might be. It just it doesn't matter. DJ and PK. Hashtag Major League Baseball. Out of the known positives, two were from J&J and one was from a double shot. So we have experienced, uh, obviously, breakthroughs on various of the vaccinations, which, again, is certainly possible. And that's not something that hasn't happened and it won't be happening in the future either. Thankfully, I can report that those players are doing well thus far. That's Yankees general manager Brian Cashman. Red Sox and Yankees were supposed to play last night. That was going to be the only game in Major League Baseball, but the game got canceled. Six New York players tested positive for COVID-19, including All-Star Aaron Judge. Of course, he was in Colorado for uh, the All-Star game. Braves acquire Cubs outfielder Jock Peterson in exchange for minor league first baseman Bryce Ball. Is this it? Cubs go into sell mode here? Or it's just one deal? He's hitting 230. Nice. Not exactly a you know a difference maker for them. According to reports, Mariners left-handed pitcher Hector Santiago's ten-game suspension for having a foreign substance on his glove has been uphill upheld after an appeal. Santiago is the first and only pitcher so far to be ejected and subsequently suspended after Major League Baseball's crackdown on pitchers using sticky substances. Make an example out of him. B split a doubleheader with Tacoma, won 3-2, then lost 3-1. Same two teams play tonight again, 8 o'clock in Washington. Listen to the game right here on The Zone with Steve Klauke on the call. Hashtag RSL. RSL, after 10 days off, back in action Saturday night. They play LAFC at Bank of California Stadium, 8-30. Six games in 22 days. They come fast and furious now. LAFC at home and or LAFC on the road and then back home to play the Galaxy with fireworks midweek. I'm going to that game. It doesn't matter. I mean, you're getting ahead of yourself. You're getting bogged down in details. Yeah, I think the fireworks are Colorado on the weekend. Which game are you going to? The Galaxy game midweek? No, tomorrow. Thought you were going to Phoenix. Right. In spirit. 
You going to this in spirit too? And then no, this one. I mean, come on, they haven't played. And get to see them back on the ball field. I'm excited. Reports this morning that RSL has a new deal with uh, Rubio Rubin, who came here on a one-year deal, has four goals and two assists so far. Reports are that he has signed a uh, four-year deal. I don't know. It's a cool name either way. I don't know. Jack four-year, about the two guy. million. <laughs> <laughs> but you just like the way Rubio Rubin rolls off the tongue. Uh-huh. Yeah. DJ and PK. If I can hit it down the middle of the fairway, that's great. But again, with the driver right now, the driver sucks. It's uh, not a good face for me, and we're still trying to figure out how to make it uh, good on the miss hits. And, uh, you know, I'm living on the razor's edge like I've told people for a long time. And, you know, when I did get it outside of the fairway, uh, like in the first cut and whatnot, I catch jumpers uh, out of there, and I couldn't control my wedges. So it's quite finicky for me because it's uh, a golf course that's, that's pretty short. And so when I hit driver up there and it doesn't necessarily go in the fairway, it's right in the first cut or whatever, or it's in, in the uh, uh, hay, it's tough for me to get it out onto the green and control that. Uh, but when it's in the middle of the fairway, like I had it on 18, I was able to hit a nice shot in there to 11 feet and almost made birdie. Golf. That's Bryson DeChambeau. His comments causing quite the stir, saying his custom-made Cobra driver sucks. So the tour operations manager for Cobra Golf, who actually caddied for Bryson at the Rocket Mortgage Classic two weeks ago, it's just really, really painful when he says something that's stupid. He has never really been happy, ever. Like, it's very rare when he's happy. And DeChambeau issued an apology via social media, calling his comments unprofessional. Well, the Cobra guy, all he's worried about is money. There it is. <laughs> so hey! Dollar signs. Stop it. He's on our brand. Everyone's agenda and everyone's motive based on money. And for those who tell you otherwise, I don't believe them. And that's why the Cobra's dude, because he's worried about sales and how it's going to affect his pocket. And good for him. I would do the same thing. And DeChambeau, he's already rich, so he can get away with saying it. And then he realized, okay, blah, blah, blah. But now back to the golf. Colin Morikawa has finished his second round, shot a 64, and he has taken the lead at 9-under. 67 in round one, 64 in round two. The 2020 PGA champion. We're going to add a second major title. He's got a three-shot lead right now over four golfers, including the first-round leader, Louis Usaizen, who hasn't teed off in his second round yet. He'll tee off in about a half hour. Yep. Jordan Spieth. Uh, we'll tee off well, momentarily, right? In about five minutes. Six minutes. Yeah. Fino had a 66. Tony Finau followed his 70 with a 66. He is four under. He is five shots off the pace, tied for eighth right now. And some of the other names, uh, well, they're spread all over the place. This is like the longest day of golf. Well, these four days, I guess, are the longest days of golf. Rory McElroy has just uh, teed off and he's gotten a birdie and. So we'll see where he goes. Actually, he's pretty far into his round. So he's one under for the day. There's the golf. We will get an update from Bob Casper at 8.30 on the second round of the Open Championship. Bronson Kafusi, Green Bay Packers tight end, is going to join us coming up at 7.30. And David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, coming up at 9 o'clock. DJ and PK, that is what is trending. It is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. There is no job too big or too small. Get the personal touch with Shamrock Plumbing. Call them at 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Stay with us. Bronson Kafusi of the Packers coming up next.